it's never going to be stagnant. It's never going to be, there'll, there'll be something else that's going to replace or that's going to be better or something's going to happen. There'll be some entrepreneur or some huge company like Timu or whoever that come and just shake up the marketplace. They'll do something a little bit different. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the future of e-commerce, Amazon's AI revolution in 2023. We're going to be discussing about the world of Kevin King and what he's doing right now and what he's doing with AI. Some updates around the world. Let's try this again. Take two updates in the world of Amazon and what Kevin is excited about right now. So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, so like I said, well, just a second, important things first, I had to grab a cup of coffee. Okay, so like I said, today we're going to be discussing the future of e-commerce, Amazon's AI revolution in 2023. Our guest has been involved in internet marketing and e-commerce since 1995. He heard that I said 1997 and he tried to beat me. So uh, anyways, 1995, he got it. He got one up on me. Anyways, we've got this thing going. You'll hear about it later. Uh, He sells millions of dollars of products on Amazon. He's also mentors tons of people. Uh, I think over half a billion dollars in US uh, on Amazon in his freedom ticket, which is on uh, Helium 10 Elite if you sign up. He also organizes a really great event called the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. And of course, I'm talking about my buddy, Kevin King. But before we get over to Kevin, let's go to a sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Let's sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and I hope Kevin's using his Lunch with Norm coffee. Probably not, but welcome, Mr. King. Where, where, where? Come on. I got my, I got my Aggie. I, you know, your, your cup is too small, and my cup runneth over if I use your cup, so I have to actually use a bigger cup. Otherwise, I got to get up and down, up and down. I guess I could put a little refrigerator right next to my desk like you have. But yep, yep. That, one of those little dorm refrigerators. How, oh, you, you've seen me get up at my office. <laughs> That's, I was going to say, you're a mind reader. <laughs> so how you been, buddy? I've been good. I've been good. Everything's uh, good. How's everything up in the hood in Canada? Oh, I just, I just got back. I went to a, a small event. And by the way, uh, going to a small event, a one-day uh, event. So this is Prosper Plus. I ended up booking a ticket i'm supposed to get out there like mid-morning and then all of a sudden there's a delay a delay a delay and not only was there a delay that on the last delay when we're landing this is when you know life is just going great 
the little kid runs up to go to the washroom while we're on the, like just after the brakes were put on and we're running down the, the taxiing to the gate. Oh man. And the, the, the flight attendant saying, sit down, go sit down. And the dad's arguing saying, he's got to go to the bathroom. He's got to go to the bathroom. She's saying, sit down, sit down. He turns around. He's like not knowing what to do. Right. And all of a sudden hurls, Oh, a gusher. <laughs> he oh, vomits on the, on the people. Some people around him. I think they got more splash because he oh. was and it, poof. Yeah. And I'm in the third row. He's in the second row, and then the first row is where they, you know, they they got the uh, crater of blah. And so, oh. uh, anyways, that, uh, man, um, that's like my story of the girl, the lady. Uh, you know, I told you that story of the lady and the. the the chair that the chair was all wet. Oh, oh god! No. Yeah, we, there's a, we have plane stories. Sometime we'll have to do an episode lunch with Norm. Uh, plane stories. Yeah, as we fly, we've got we got plenty of them from emergency landings <laughs> to crazy stuff. Uh, it, it, that that was just you know the story of my life. So I get off the plane, I get into a taxi. Now we're in kind of rush hour, and I get into the event. Ten minutes after it's over. Jeez, but at least you made the steak dinner, though, right? Yeah, yeah. The guys, they know how to put it on. So we went to a really nice steakhouse. It got to network with a lot of people. And even though I wanted to go to the event, I'm going to say this again. I always say this, and I think Kevin agrees with I know Kevin agrees with me. This is why we did CMS together. But uh, it's the people yeah, and being able to go out there. So I missed. I probably missed a lot. But I got to know a lot of people and just had some good times and met some people that <clears throat> would never have got to know before. So, you know, even uh, got to meet Shyla, who's uh, over here, Ben Gross, um, and he was there. And there was just a bunch of people. It was good to see. But now let's get into what's happening with the world of Kevin King. Yeah, it's funny that you say that uh, about meeting up with people because the, uh, just coincidentally, this, uh, at the AMPM podcast that came out yesterday, uh, yep. is about uh, exactly about that, about, um, about the importance of actually meeting with people and hanging out with people that are a step above you and everything. And it's, it's a really good episode. Um, that's the a, master of networking on there. Yeah. With, yeah, with, yeah. with Athena Severian, no matter what, uh, you know, she, sometimes she may be misunderstood, I think in this industry. Um, and if you check that episode out, I think you may come away with a, uh, a, a different uh, perspective. Uh, and it's really, really good episode. I re-listened to it last night. It was recorded uh, a couple months ago, but I, I listened to it again last night. And it's, it's, uh, I was like, this is actually damn good. So, uh, and it talks about uh, a lot of uh, the, network, the, the importance of getting out there and being around other people in this industry that a lot of us don't do. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would highly encourage, uh, it's not just a shameless plug for it. It's a, it's a really good episode that I'd highly encourage everybody to, uh, to go check out. Cause it may, uh, may give you some insight and some motivation. Yeah. She, she truly is a master of networking. Uh, you know, just, I've seen her over the years, just how she gets people together. I went to her Titan workshop up here in Toronto and, uh, man, she, re- she re- really does run a tight ship and it's, it's very interesting, but I, Again, that you were just telling me about that just before getting onto the podcast about how good that that uh, episode was. So I'm gonna 
hook around and listen to that as well. So it just came out yesterday. Are you going to listen to it when you're on the treadmill today, right? No, I told you I'm going to be working out with my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Can feel I can feel the biceps, triceps, and whatever (laughs) seps. All right. So the uh, the Athena uh, Savari uh, podcast came out, but you've got a lot going on. We've been doing a lot of uh, calls at night, uh, and you've been doing a lot of different things. The big, I think the big event right now in your life is proving that newsletters work and redeveloping and redefining the newsletter. Do you want to get onto that? Um, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I launched, uh, uh, I've been working on this, uh, since April actually, but, uh, um, actually launched it in la- on Monday of this week. So just a few days ago, it's the billion dollar sellers newsletter. And, you know, the problem in this industry is there's, there's a few good newsletters that are out there. You know, there's a couple of them that are out there, but the vast majority are just bullshit. Uh, and <clears throat> they, they are just, prom- I call them promotional emails. I call themselves, mm-hmm. here's our, here's the XYZ company newsletter for July and you open it up and it's, go read our blog, go do this. And it's just, it's like useless. They're useless. Um, you know, occasionally you might care, get something out of there, but who wants to go read some huge long blog that was written for SEO purposes uh, to, and, and you're, you're sitting there and you waste 15 minutes of your time to either learn nothing or to learn like one little thing. So the goal with the billion dollar sellers is to newsletter is to actually be a true newsletter, more of a, newspaper type newsletter with with some actionable stuff straight to the chase so if you want to go and learn more about something you can click and do that but at least if you read the little paragraph about it you're actually going to learn something it's not just a in this uh at this link we talk about the importance of ranking on amazon how important it is uh click here to read that's that's useless totally 100 percent useless instead it'll be more of a did you know that you can rank uh, faster on amazon if you do this this and this uh, and then you're like, so oh, actionable item, actionable right there on the yeah. spot, short to the point. It's not the whole story. And then if you want to know more, you click and go. And then there's entertainment stuff in there. So you, you need to have um, to, to be engaging. You, you need you need something that's entertaining. Uh, and, you know, that's hard to do sometimes for people. Um, but the entertainment could be like in the one yesterday, there's a family feud contest. And then there's something about, uh, you know, I have a huge library of content from when I was traveling a lot. I was shooting videos. I had three full-time video editors that worked for me because we did a lot of television stuff at the time. And so when they're downtime, I would have them edit my my videos from my trips. I was shooting stuff, not here's Kevin eating some eggs or here's Kevin at the Great Wall. It's more of a National Geographic style. And so they would do like 20 or 30-minute long programs, with, and I would write a script, like a professional script, and have a professional voiceover. It wasn't me. And and we would do that. Then we cut little uh, trailers. I call them trailers, little three- or four-minute like summaries because someone doesn't want to sit through 20 or 30 minutes, but they like, I, I just kind of want to get an overview. So I have a ton of these. So they're going to be, those are going to be included. Yesterday was uh, Antarctica um, just to give an inspiration to people in this space. And so then the, there's one on Monday and one on Thursday, they're slightly different formats. So you'll see the Monday has a kind of a, it's unique format and the Thursday has its unique format. There's a little bit of crossover, but it's trying to get them engaging too. So you're going to see stories uh, from that. I tie in either from my experiences or from other people's experiences to to bring you into it. So the engagement, you know, I've had people like Bradley Sutton, you know, I, he, he he's said, have you checked out my newsletter? And he's like, uh, no. 
I really don't, uh, I don't read newsletters. Um, you know, it's same reason most people, it's a waste of time, but he actually read it and he, he messaged me back and he said, um, this is the first newsletter I think I've ever read in my life. And it was really good from top to bottom. And then he got the Thursday one. So you, you check it out. I said, Oh yeah, I already read it. I said, oh, so I got a converter, um, uh, converted somebody he said, yeah, just yours though. Uh, and so that's what I'm trying to do with it is to change the way people perceive newsletters and, uh, People, a lot of people are afraid to give their email, uh, you know, to sign up for something because they're like, oh, I'm just going to get spammed or I'm going to get some, some bunch of promotional stuff. You know, I have a promotional email list, so you might, you might be on that and you'll get stuff. But this list is, is kept clean. You have to double opt in. So if you don't, if you sign up and then you don't actually hit the confirm button, you're never going to get a newsletter. You have to double opt in to show. So if it's a fake email or a fake email or whatever, yeah. um, <clears throat> or your buddy actually signed you up as a prank, something like that. So that's that's the goal with it, and I'm trying to put a little bit of personality into it and the way it's written. Uh, so it, it's not just a dry; it's it's got something, and it's short and to the point. Um, with with and it's easy to read. You know, it's it's a you can skim it, right? Uh, and so th- it's it's basically every little trick in the book uh, um, that the way you should do it right. I've studied all the big ones in this space, not in the Amazon space, but like in the traditional journalism space. And so we're starting with the Amazon crowd, but the goal of this is to actually expand this out into uh, and to use this to launch products on Amazon, not from this newsletter, not from billion dollar sellers, but we can, I can do the same newsletter concepts with my pet brand. So I can take my, we have a, I have a sustainable pet product brand. So it's, it's pet products um, that are all made out of uh, like 70 to 80% sustainable stuff. Like we did body glove uh, life jackets for dogs and we do poop bags and we do uh, dog bowls and some other stuff. But the audience for that is not just dog lovers, but it's dog lovers who are also into sustainability. So it's a subset. It's a niche, niching down. And so we're going to create a newsletter for those people. And the newsletter is not going to be, here's what's happening in our company today, type of newsletter. It's going to be a newsletter about dogs. Here's some cool dog tricks. Here's some cool dog, uh, you know, what your dog should be eating. Here's uh, advice from the veterinarian. Here's a, a lot of cool stuff around that where they can upload a picture and we'll have AI customize the picture of their dog every day with uh, whatever's happening that day. If it's, if it's July 4th, you know, here's your dog with fireworks and a picture going off behind them. And that'll be in the newsletter, just all kinds of customization stuff and value, all value. And then when we're ready to launch a product, we'll be able to launch a product off the back of that. We'll have a raving audience of thousands of people that are, looking forward to that newsletter all the time and they're actually <clears throat> clicking it and, and, and we'll go and buy the product or they, they will let them have a say in the development of the product too. We'll, we'll get feedback from them, you know, kind of almost do like our own pick food test with that audience and they'll help us, help us launch it. Um, and that's, I think you could do that across a lot of categories and, and then the beauty about newsletters, if you do it right, they can be self-sustaining. So at first they cost a little bit of money cause you got to get them up and running. But if you get a, enough of an audience, you need about 5,000 people. Um, on it to where you can really start charging for ads uh, and you can charge for ads or get sponsorships and kind of cover the cost of your promotions. And then everything else is gravy, whether it's affiliate links, you know, if I'm doing the dog stuff, we'll have affiliate links in there to other dog products. Like, well, we're thinking about doing a dog bed or a dog leash and we'll link to somebody and see if our audience likes it. And we'll know Uh, there's just so much you can do that's way beyond posting stuff on a blog posting, creating a Facebook community because Facebook communities and LinkedIn, those are all great and you should definitely use those, but you have no control over those. You can post something on, on your dog Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have 10,000 people in the group, maybe 300 of them see it. Right. Uh, you know, if, if they're not, there's not enough comments right away, the algorithm, 
So it, it, and most people, they have to go there to see it. They have to be like, you know, some people get notified, but in most cases, especially with blogs, you got to go there to see it. A newsletter comes to you and it's more intimate. It's more one-to-one. It's like that radio talk show. Why didn't, why didn't not, why didn't, why hasn't radio died? Uh, you know, with, with the internet and with YouTube and all this radio still lives because it's intimate. That's what newsletters are. If you, if you do them right. And uh, I, I encourage, <clears throat> so what we're doing is with the Amazon space is I'm doing it there first to figure out the systems. What's the best tools to use? What's the best software? How long does this really take to write this stuff? What, uh, and then we'll lift that out and expand it across a lot of industries. All right. So even with the newsletter, you're doing most of this manually, but there is some AI that you can incorporate into it. Is that correct? Yeah, there, there's some people that will tell you you can do a whole newsletter with AI and you can't. I mean, well, you can, but it sucks. Um, there's a guy that did an experiment uh, over at uh, Hubs uh, at the Hustle, and there's all these people showing. You know, you might get these emails, and if you actually read them, I get tons of them. I delete every day. It's spam mails. Start your own newsletter. Start your own writing thing. Mm-hmm. AI will do it all. AI can do it, but it's flat out sucks. Um, there's no personality to it. It's all the same. It repeats itself. Um, so there's, there's a guy at uh, the hustle that actually said, let me, let me test this concept. You can find it on uh, YouTube. If you do YouTube, uh, like uh, the hustle newsletter, um, it's that one, I sent you a copy of it. The, the one, uh, the, was it the 1990s, the nostalgic one? Uh, it's all, it's all about nostalgia from the 1990s. And so he automated the whole process where it would actually do the research. AI would write it. AI would assemble it. They wrote a couple of custom scripts to actually put it into the email software and they started sending it out daily. And he, he documents this with a video on YouTube. Um, and it's, it's, he talks about how he set it up. And then the second video is like a week later. Here's how it's going. The third video is him saying, this doesn't work. Uh, and we have 70 subscribers. People are like, this is repetitive. This is, uh, this needs a lot of work. You can't really do that. So people that think you can use AI to replace humans are mistaken. Um, you, where you use AI is to supplement humans. I use AI on the, on the newsletter. We use it for some of the research. So we're, we are setting up a thing right now, uh, like I was telling you, to, uh, to, to, sca- uh, to uh, scan uh, all the different podcasts that are out there. Um, and it, that's uh, – we'll bring content in, and we can say, oh, this is good. We should, uh, we should dive deeper into this. We use it. If I'm trying to brainstorm something, what's a good way to say something? You know, I might say ask the AI that. Or if I need to find something, uh, I might use it for that. But other than that, it's not writing anything in my newsletter. There's nothing in there yeah. that's AI written. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way. Uh, uh, one I thing said- I did do, um, to, to actually uh, another point on the AI, sorry, yep. is like the, the travel section that's in the Thursday one where you had that Antarctica. What I used to do, this is before Instagram existed. If Instagram existed when I was doing most of this travel, I'd probably have a huge travel following. But <clears throat> I... I was sending out an email to my friends and family, about 30 people. So I would take a trip, let's say to Antarctica. I would come back and I would write a summary email. Like here's, you know, almost like a, it was what my ex-wife used to say is it was like walk. It, she felt like I was walking down the street in the, the city with me and I put pictures and stuff in there. And these could be a couple pages long email. Uh, and so I'm having the AI summarize that. And then it summarizes it in three, par- so three paragraphs for me. And then I take that and rewrite it for the newsletter. Uh, so that, that saves me time. So that's an example of, of AI uh, in use. Got it. Got it. And uh, I see cool hand, you know, you see cool hand 99. 
Uh, let me put my glasses on. He's on uh, YouTube. It's Cool Hand 99. Yeah. You know who that is? No. Luke. Remember from oh, uh, yeah. Chicago? Anyways, oh, okay. he, he says That's that he uh, he really likes your uh, newsletter as well. So, um, yeah, we're refining it right now. So we'll, you'll see some changes. You know, we're getting some feedback. Um, you know, um, like you'll see some things change their position. You might see a, a, something get swapped out. We're, we're doing yep. a lot of testing uh, to see what people like, what they don't like. So you'll see it over the next couple of weeks evolve. And then it'll, it'll get into kind of a, almost like a fixed format once we kind of nail it down with what, what's, what people like the best and what they don't like. And not to stay on the topic, but one of the other things that I really liked about the newsletter was, uh, and I, I don't know if you want me to say this. I think it's okay. But when you first sign up, you get that complimentary group of uh, digital coupons. Yeah. Which there's a ton of them in there. So it completely value packed. You said, uh, you told me to go and, and test it out. And when I did it, I thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see a couple of coupons in there. But you you did a good job with this coupon stack. I appreciate it. Yeah, I went out to a bunch of people and said, hey, give me an offer that's better than anything else that you're offering anywhere else. You're giving someone else 25%, give me 30%. And the vast majority of them did it. And so there's about 30, uh, 30 25, 30 coupons in there from different people in this space. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a really, you get that when you sign up for free. Uh, and then, um, yeah, that, and then you, you get other stuff like my hacks presentations if you refer people. So you just refer one person to the newsletter, you get <clears throat> present, uh, was it a 47 or 67 page document or something? I can't remember the exact number of pages, a lot of pages of uh, hacks. And if you refer a few more, you get something else. And if you refer, uh, this will be posted. And most people don't realize this, but you can actually come to uh, the event in Hawaii uh, for free. Uh, uh, if by referring people uh, next year, uh, you know, $6,000 ticket, absolutely free. Right. Uh, if, if you refer enough people. Um, and so that, that stuff that'll come out next, be shown next week, what the, the different levels are. You can go on the seller cruise uh, for free. Uh, you know, if you refer, uh, I think it's 200 people, um, you can go on the seller cruise that you and I will be on in January for free. Yep. Uh, so there's a, there's a bunch of that kind of, kind of stuff. Okay. Very good. All right. We're at the bottom of the hour. I it doesn't feel like we, it feels like we've been talking 10 minutes, but we're at the bottom of the hour. And if you're new to listening to the podcast, we have a giveaway at the top of the hour called uh, Wheel of Kelsey. And if you're interested in joining, that is hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people. You get a second entry. Kevin, what are we doing today? Yeah, I'm going to give away a $100 Amazon gift card. So I'll send it to you virtually. If you if you're outside the U.S. and you you're like I can't use uh, Amazon, I can uh, try to set up like a, a Visa debit card or something like that so that it's usable everywhere. But all you gotta do is uh, sign up for the Billion Dollar Sellers dot com newsletter, and then uh, I don't know how Kelsey wants to do this, but just show show somehow show a screenshot uh, of uh, of your sign up. And if you've already signed up, you can just grab the one you've already signed you've already signed up, um, and uh, that'll that'll get you an entry. And then if you refer somebody. Uh, there's a little link when you sign up. When you sign up, you'll get a confirmation email. You hit that confirmation, you'll get another welcome email, and then there's a link. And if you refer somebody, that'll be uh, that'll double your entry. Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll try this and see how it works. It might be a little bit complicated. I'm not sure, but uh, why, why don't we do we'll this? Uh, yeah. Because we really never thought it through. This is like a, just a couple minutes before the podcast. But why don't we do the wheel of Kelsey with this? Yeah. And then the person who wins 
all they have to do is take a screenshot so they can sign up. And if they don't win, if they don't give us a screenshot to give to you. Okay. That's maybe that's easier. Yeah. Then, okay. then what we'll do is we'll send you the next person. And, uh, and I think everybody's going to want to get this, uh, this newsletter. And the, if you're already signed up, let us know. Okay. So uh, anyways, and if you're not sure if this is something you want, you're like, I don't want to give up my email address. You can actually, um, uh, actually it's, not here uh, not here um i could post a link uh to where you can read it for free the the first couple issues are yep available to read for free let me see if, um so if you're like eh, i don't know if i want to even do this um let me uh try to get this link it's a uh, because if you go to that link on the on the site there you won't get it uh that's just the sign up but here you go um i can post here uh join the chat let's see yeah you can just put it either in the private chat oh i have to connect my whole youtube account and everything no it's it's making me connect my google account to be able to post in the chat no it's the private chat go to the private chat on the side oh okay oh that was the comments okay yeah all right there we go all right perfect okay so hashtag wheel of kelsey tag two people you get a second entry for the $100 Amazon gift card. Uh, Kelsey, finger on the button. Let's go to a sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by SureGo Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? SureGo Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With SureGo Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit SureGoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, let's get to some fun stuff. Yeah, see, Tony Tony posted something real quick. Did Sean... Uh, say you had a 14 million person list in Chicago. Um, that's amazing. It's that's not sellers. That's uh, individual customers. That's not all his list. That's a combination from uh, all his clients of like people who have bought on Amazon because he helps people reach back out to them and stuff. So that's that's what that is. Right. Um, and I, actually, by the way, did you see the post that Sean made going to the same event you had trouble getting to in New York? The Prosper Plus. He flew in there uh, on a. I guess it's Wednesday. Uh, um, and he was caught a cab from the airport uh, over to the event place. Well, he said his cab driver was falling asleep. It was wheel. hilarious. Yeah, you saw that? And then so he took over driving the cab while she slept. Yeah, it was hilarious. He literally nodding <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. She was sleep- He's got a, a video of this. And so he took over the driver, push, like didn't push. She was in the other seat. Yeah, she's and in the passenger seat. She's nodding off. off. Yeah. It's and he crazy. drove he drove himself with a New York City cab to his hotel. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Okay. But anyway, back on. Let's give these guys ah. some uh, some some substance. There you go. Okay. One anyway for Kel- Kel- uh, Kevin, one for Kelsey, and I think three or four for me right now. All right. So let's talk AI. Let's have some fun. What are, do do what are you doing? What are you doing? AI, the, that's... where can you see right now for anybody who's 
not working, let's start at the basics. Anybody who's not on AI as an Amazon seller, as an e-commerce seller, what do you think or where do you think they should start? Just start with just a, one of the basic little, there's a lot of tutorials out there on just right. basics, basics of how to use ChatGPT or how does this work. The, the trick in AI, AI is still in, in its infancy right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on several AI newsletters, so I, I follow it. I don't play with it you know, for 10 hours a day, so by no means am I an expert or anything on AI, but I do, I do mess with it and I do get it. Um, the, it's going to change the world, and if you're not at least dabbling in it right now, you're going to be left behind. And it's, it's super powerful. Uh, it's, it's, I, I equate it to, it's like the internet in 1995, you know, before Google existed, before anything existed, open AI is the dominant and chat GPT, which is chat GPT is their, the public facing part of open AI. That's the dominant, uh, player right now, but they may last as a dominant player or they may be like Yahoo. If you, you remember Norm, Yahoo was the big uh, player in search back in yeah. the nineties. Uh, and they they just they ruled search like ninety percent of all search went through Yahoo, and, and then along comes Google and just upended the whole thing. And so that that's where we're at now. Is I don't know if ChatGPT is going to be the dominant. There's several others. There's lots of uh, large language models LLMs that are out there that are being developed. Um, some for nefarious reasons. Uh, you know, there's one on the dark web where it's how to scam people. It's an AI for scamming people. It helps scammers write emails to scam people and, and stuff. There's there's legitimate ones that can do a lot of stuff, but where you can you do it a lot with it is if you've got your own, if you're a big seller and you've got all your own processes, I mean, one of the big use cases now, you know, everybody uses it to help them write listings, to help them maybe analyze reviews. You know, those, those are some of the, the bare bones use cases and you, you should be probably messing with that. But like, if you're a bigger seller, a really good use case is to take your whole internal documentation, all your, how to answer customer service questions, all your questions about all your products create your own AI. There's tools that will actually create your own AI offline that will automatically read everything that you've written. It can read every single customer service email that you've written. You can dump them in there, those responses, the, the right responses. It could dump your, your FAQs, can read your website, can read all your manual, all your user manuals. If you have you know, those in PDFs or whatever, and create this massive database of just your stuff that can either be queried by customers online and they can go on your website and ask how do I install uh, the right panel uh, on this desk? Uh, what type of screw is it? And they'll answer it. Boom, right there. Or your inter- your customer service people can be can use it, and you just update it as something new comes out. That's a really good use case for an e-commerce seller right now for for analyzing complex data. A lot of people are using it on the PPC side because it can analyze a lot of these complex brand analytics reports and uh and stuff in a in a way that's either you either might not know how to do because you don't know how to do pivot tables and all that kind of stuff or um just don't want to mess with learning it can do all that stuff for you um in layman's language pretty pretty easily that's another big use case it's gonna i don't think it's gonna it it's gonna supplement it's it's gonna replace some jobs out there but those uh, it's also gonna make people a lot more productive it's just like when the the, you know, the automobile came out. People said, oh, well, there goes the horse and buggy. Uh, we're screwed. Um, yeah, there goes the horse and buggy. But the automobile changed the world and people adapted. People will adapt to this. So people that lose their jobs, they'll adapt. <clears throat> uh, but it's not going to be as huge a deal as as what a lot of people say. We're in, as an Amazon seller, where it's actually hurting us. And I was just on a call, uh, call yesterday with David. Remember David from uh, Billion Dollar Seller Summit? David uh, Dew? 
Yeah, David Dew. He was he was talking about on a call. I was on a call with him yesterday, and he was talking about all the uh, ways what's you know what's happening in China as from the Chinese seller point of view right now, and it's pretty interesting stuff. And one of the things that he said is that uh, AI has leveled the playing field for Chinese sellers against Westerners because now they can use AI to write better listings, write better mm-hmm. copy, to do better keyword research and understand the culture and stuff better. He said, we still, Westerners still have a few advantages. There's some things we can still do better than them. He said that they're, they're eating that up right now. There's an entire today, actually today, right now, there's an, enti- uh, an AI conference for Amazon sellers specifically with 30,500 people at it in Shenzhen, China today. Uh, and so it, and they share over there, unlike in the United States where people keep things closer to their vest. Yep. I don't, I don't want to show this tactic unless you're in my special mastermind group or in, in China, they're like, let's help each other out. We all gain, uh, they don't, they don't hold stuff back. So I, I would love to, uh, get a translation of that, uh, that conference cause it's probably a cutting edge. And like one of the things he said that was interesting too, and I may have some, a summary of some of this in my, my newsletter next week with a little bit more than what I'm telling you here. Uh, but it, he said there's 200,000 companies that sell in China uh, on Amazon. Some of those companies have as many as 6,000 employees that are selling on Amazon. And there's, oh, he says, it, nobody knows the exact number, but his, he thinks it's between 2 and 3 million people are involved in selling on Amazon in China. Wow. That's, that's, they, they either work, they own the company, they work for the company, um, they're involved in some level. And one of the things that he said that's interesting too is that there's recently, especially with, with AI, there's been a, a whole a group of agencies that have popped up. You know, we have PPC agencies here like Destinies, and there's, there's lots of uh, good PPC agencies that help you PP, do PPC. They have that in China too, but they also have uh, agencies that help, count, that help mess with your PPC. So there's entire agencies, like huge, a lot of them, that you go to them and you say, this is my competitor. These are their ASINs. Go fuck with them. And they go and they jack up your PPC and they have ways and they're using AI and some other techniques. So it goes unsensed, uh, undetected, they say, by Amazon. You know, Amazon has anti-fraud stuff in, but what it's doing is it will drive up your PPC costs to drive you out of the market. Uh, and, and they're doing that. They're, they're specializing in that right now. Uh, that's, that's crazy. Um, and one of the points, one of the things he said too, is he said, look out for Timu. You know, Timu has just expanded uh, into the U.S. Um, the, the big splash at the Super Bowl this year uh, in the yep. U.S. He said they are taking over the lower end products on Amazon. He said anything sub twenty bucks, hitting his belief, is gonna the vast majority of that's gonna shift to to Timu over the next few years. And Amazon, it's because it's because on Amazon it's so competitive. And PPC costs are being driven up so hot, so much that there's just no margin left on those those cheaper products for a lot of people. And it's his opinion that in the next few years, you'll see Timu, they're not going to disappear on Amazon, but you'll see Timu be the dominant player and people in their mind, I want something cheap. I'm going to go to Timu because I can get it. Instead of paying $19.95 on Amazon, I can get it for $3 on Timu with free shipping if I order $50 or more of stuff. Um, because the way that's working is all the, it's the factories dealing directly with Timu in the most cases. The factories are selling directly to Timu. And then Timu warehouses it in a warehouse in, in um, Guangzhou or Shenzhen or wherever in China. Then once soon as you get a bunch of stuff together, you, know, you get an order of uh, 10 different items, mostly all lightweight stuff, then they ship it together. So they, they get the cost savings there. So that's how they can ship it for free. And they're using um, the U.S. mail's 
uh, the, yeah, e-packets. E-packets that go yeah. into Huntsville, Alabama. There's a huge airport in Huntsville, Alabama that takes processes most of those, and they they have a special range with the U.S. government where it's cheaper to send something from China to a U.S. residence than it is to send some for me to send something to my neighbor across the street. It's ridiculous. It, it's supplemented by the U, by the Chinese and U.S. government, so they have all these advantages. And as more and more people know about that, it gets more and more popular on social media. He said 850 million Timu has 850 million accounts in China. And part of their play is not just to make money on the sales, but they're going to use that data to create other products. So they're going to come out with a, they're building a huge database of knowledge and they're going to come out on the backside and make all their money by, by leveraging that data, that data. The other one you got to watch out for is TikTok. TikTok just launched in a, in a, a TikTok fulfillment in the UK mm-hmm. and where it's basically they have their own, just like FBA warehouses. Uh, they have their own FBA warehouses similar to an FBA warehouse and they're, they're, you order on TikTok, they process the whole credit card, everything. It's almost like a, uh, the, you know, buy with prime where it's just one click and store your information, super easy, click right on a, on a thing. And they, they ship it out to you in a day or two. They're testing that in the UK and they'll probably bring that to the U S there's regulatory things here that there's a little bit, they want to see how that shakes out where the U S government's, you know, threatening to ban TikTok or whatever. I don't think that'll ever happen, but they, they're, at some point, they will make that investment and come to the U.S. and other big markets. And they already do it. And like I said, in the U.K., it's the first Western market where I'm doing it. And I think that is going to be a major thing where, you know, instead of Shopify, um, you know, if people are looking to get off of Amazon, where should we be going? You might be wanting to think about, you can't really go to Timu um, because that's um, factories mostly. Um, but you can go to shop uh, to TikTok. And TikTok may be, you know, you, I know you do a lot with Walmart, but it may be TikTok, Walmart, and, and Amazon are the three places you should be first. And then, you know, Shopify might be fourth. Um, but Shopify, the problem is you have to drive the traffic uh, yeah. versus the other three, they have the traffic bringing it to you. You know, Kevin, uh, TikTok, by the way, is coming on the podcast, uh, TikTok Shop. Uh, we got to meet them over at SellerCon, and uh, we're just uh, arranging that right now. But we've had uh, TikTok e-commerce, uh, two ladies from uh, Canada on here uh, who who um, uh, are working quite closely with trying to bring out more and more of the e-com solution. But just at that event that I was in New York City uh, at Prosper Plus, three people asked me about TikTok shop. So the word is spreading uh, about TikTok and that's another marketplace and the other thing is, if you think back, probably 15 years ago, I, I remember uh, talking to my dad and he was, uh, and we were talking about Walmart and this massive company, this massive retailer, that how can you beat a Walmart? And it, it would never happen. And then all of a sudden, there's Amazon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see myself having that same conversation with my dad and it's never going to be stagnant. It's never going to be, there'll, there'll be something else that's going to replace or that's going to be better or something's going to happen. There'll be some entrepreneur or some huge company like Timu or whoever that come and just shake up the marketplace. They'll do something a little bit different. So it doesn't mean that Amazon is going to go down the tubes. It just, they're going to have competitors. Walmart right now is vying for that. They're trying to do things differently in a better way uh, that people will, uh, you know, shop on the Walmart marketplace rather than going over to Amazon. It's not going to ever replace Amazon, I don't think, 
But uh, these these marketplaces are going to be coming at uh, at the marketplace very hard. Just remember, the world's flat. If you you're going to have uh, if Timu's doing it, then there'll be a place in India that's doing it, and then you're, you're going to see a bunch of these marketplaces like that start to pop up. Yeah, yeah. Amazon's not going to go away, but it's going to no. evolve. It's going to evolve and change. Amazon's still going to be the the best place, I think. But it's it's going to evolve and, and change for sure. Mm. Okay, so next steps uh, in AI. Where what are you doing? Where are you seeing? Where are you spending your time with AI right now? Um, well, I'm usually like I, I mentioned on to help uh, brainstorm and to help do some of the dirty work on on uh, the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, I think a great opportunity right now is for product testing. You know, Amy Weiss has, has shown this, uh, uh, quite a bit in some of her stuff where she, uh, and I think, uh, um, uh, Brandon Young is like talking about this a little bit now too, where you're actually using AI to create product photo- prototypes. Right. So before you, if you have an idea for a new dog bowl, it's that thing and doing your, you do your research, you maybe use AI to analyze reviews and you see what the pain points are, what people are not fixing. You're like, all right, I'm going to create a new one. In the old days, you would create a new one and, and go to the factory and, and make it and put it out and see if people would buy it. Or maybe you would use a pick food to get some opinions. But now, but you would have to create each one. You'd have to go through the whole cat, uh, 3D design process, you know, if I hire someone that can do all the modeling and do all this stuff to actually make something that looks respectable uh, that you could actually show someone. That would take time and money. Now you can use AI to create, if you're, good at prompting, you can create this amazing, you can create a hundred different prototypes of something in, in a matter of an hour. Yeah. Uh, and that are different in different colors, different shapes, different sizes, different perspectives that then you can go out and you can do testing on PicFu or one of the other uh, services and, and see what do people like. And so it, that's super freaking valuable uh, for product ideation. That's one of the things that's going to have to happen for a lot of sellers on Amazon. You can't, you know, the days of just finding it on Alibaba, sticking your name on it, selling it are pretty much over. Um, I mean, there's an occasional success story off of that, but you need to be innovating. Um, you know, all businesses, there's two things that matter most and don't matter what kind of business you are is innovation and marketing. Those are the two things that matter the most in any, any business to determine their success. It's not money. It's, it's not, um, uh, location of their store. You know, all those are super important, but it's innovation and marketing is what ultimately drives all business. And so you got to start innovating and using the AI tools to innovate right now is, it's a major thing. And so that's where prompt engineering is. That's the new skill set. That should be the new, you know, $500,000 a year job is someone that's a master at prompt engineering. Cause you, you know, anybody can go into chat GPT or any of the other language models, Bard, um, any of the other ones, Claude and type in, Hey, make me uh, do this, you know, type in some words and, and, and make something happen. But there's a finite, there's a science to it. To tell and yeah. understanding the AI and saying and saying certain words in a certain way, or put or being very specific on some things that just will dramatically change the results that you get, and that's the skill set I think that someone that's a, a really good at prompting is going to be in high demand, and they they could create some amazing stuff. You, know, you take a look at photographers. A lot of people are like, oh, there goes uh, the photography business. Photographers are screwed now. You can just go into mid journey and create whatever you want. You don't have to hire a photographer a thousand dollars a day plus model costs and all this stuff to go shoot something you can now do it. And some of that is true, <clears throat> but the photographers are not scared of, <clears throat> of this. And the artists are not scared of this AI. They're like, this is badass. I understand how to, I understand apertures. I understand focal lengths. I understand lenses. 
Now I can go into the AI and say, create a picture of a sunset with, you know, a cooler on the beach at an F-stop of uh, 5.6 at an aperture of this at a, you know, with a, this type of lens. And lighting. Or, and this type of lighting and whatever it is. And boom, it's the perfect picture. Yeah. Uh, would take, you know, they're like, this is freaking cool. So they, they see that as an opportunity. Some of the models, you know, models, are, models uh, uh, that industry might be hurt a little bit by this because you don't need to hire real people anymore. And it's going to get to the point where you don't need to hire real people. That's why the actors are on strike. Uh, that's what's going on. Part of the big negotiations in Hollywood right now is, is, is AI uh, and the rights around that and being able to create an entire movie you know, without actually ever paying Tom Cruise just by using stock stuff that you have and recreating it. Uh, that, that's, so that's, that's coming. So that's a big use case right now on AI that I think a lot of people should be exploring. Right, right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's actually pretty scary. I remember uh, I went through, uh, that was my major, was film. And uh, back in the 80s, they were talking about this. In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's... Uh, Let's get to a couple of questions. We have three questions and then we'll get over to the wheel. And uh, Kelsey's acting like a professional once again. There we go. Oh, uh, there we go. Just a reminder, we're at five for anyway for your uh, your counter. So just to let everyone know. <laughs> All right. Five's not bad. Five's not bad. Okay. Uh, so let's jump into one from Chuck. Uh, he says, you talked about using AI to answer customers' questions. Is there an AI that you would suggest that does this, that can be implemented to our websites? Uh, yeah. Um, if, if you're ever looking for something, th there's a website called, is there an AI for that? So just Google, is there an AI for that? And you'll see a directory of like 7,000 different tools. So you can narrow down. The one that I think that uh, is pretty good is ChatFast. Here, I'll, I'll post it here in the... Uh, private chat so Kelsey can share it chatfast.io that one um, is, is pretty good um, and there's several I mean that's I'm not saying that's the best but that's one to actually uh, take a look at but there, there's several along those lines but that's one uh, a good starting point okay where oh you put it in private okay okay so I'll be uh, posting that as well so I think uh, this is pretty similar uh, but are there any AI plugins for Shopify that you're using right now? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they have their own called, uh, what's it called? Fire, Firefly? Fire. Nope, Firefly is a note taker. No, yeah, it's Fire. Um, Shopify, uh, Fire. Oh, man. <clears throat> Let me Google it real quick. It, Shopify has their own AI. I think Amazon's going to have this too. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, it's, a, it's a plugin for AI. I think you have to have Shopify Plus. Um, oh, man, I'm. Um, I know what you're talking about, and I'm trying I'm, to remember. I'm drawing it. a blank on the name of it right now. Um, I'm lo looking it up. It's, uh, um, Shopify sell. Yeah, assistant. Here it is. It's assistance okay. for merchants. It's called uh, uh, Sidekick. I knew it was with an S. Sidekick. Yeah. All right, next. Okay, um, so a couple of the comments are coming in, but they're not on StreamYard, so I'm just going to read them out. Uh, this one's from Simon. Uh, it is simple maths. Uh, owning your own customer is way more uh, profitable. Uh, you have to do three or four times sales on marketplaces to get the same profits. 
and you have to do five to 10 X more work on marketplaces. And we've got another question from Spencer. Uh, Hello, how can I use uh, AI to help with video editing? I want to be able to optimize videos for Instagram and TikTok. Oh, oh there's tons of tools that will do that. Um, the list is long, long, long on that. Um, Norm, you might have some suggestions on that. I, but I love Pic, uh, Pictory. Pictory's Pictory. one. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's... I mean, I have a whole list of them. Uh, yeah, about 15 of them. That they'll, there's some that will help you, like the script will help you with the editing. And it's great where you can actually go in. If you have dialogue, you can actually edit these things. In the, instead of having to sit there and line up the little, uh, you know, scissors or whatever, where you, where if you've ever done video editing, where you got to cut, you know, try and get just right and blow it up to see the, the wavelengths to like cut it just right. Uh, this will actually do it where you can say, take out all every time uh, Norm says. I say anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, in, in a podcast, it'll instantly take it out everywhere across the whole thing. Yeah. Or you can go in and say, anytime someone says John Smith, um, take that out. Uh, or it, uh, there's other ones that will take your long form content. So they'll take it like this hour long show that we're doing here. It will actually analyze the transcript yeah. and it will say, okay, it seems like the best stuff that came out that was being talked about uh, it was this section and this section and this section. The rest of it is just frivolous uh, waste of time. Uh, let, let's, it'll lift that stuff out and it'll create a video of, that's a minute long or two minutes long, whatever it is. And it'll put it in the formats, the, for, the square format, the, the horizontal format, the uh, uh, 16 by nine format, whatever for YouTube, for TikTok, for Twitter, for all the different formats, all automatically uh, and deliver your little file. And, and all you gotta do is upload it. It's it's, and then it'll even add on, captions if you want or you yep. can go in there and manually do it or it'll do some automatically it's pretty pretty cool stuff repurpose.io has come out with a really cool uh, uh new ai features as well but uh, one of the things i like about and i'm not sure if it's descript or if it's pictory but uh you could go in to the video and maybe there's a blooper like a, just a, a word or two blooper and you can Take the text, delete the text, add a different word, and when the video starts, it'll it'll have you saying that word instead of the blooper words. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So I I see that uh, you know Spencer says hello. How can I use help? Well, maybe you want to change that and just say something about uh, what's uh, what's the best tool for help. And I don't know if that'll be too long of a segment, but anyway, <laughs> that is something that I think spectacular that you can go in there and make those changes that simple. Put that a lot on of the, times, put, 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 put that on the counter, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I didn't say it. I didn't say the full <laughs> word. I, I caught myself. <laughs> All right. Any other questions? Okay, we have one more uh, from Spencer. Um, what or or first off for Spencer um, with the captions and teleprompter, um, the one that I use for TikTok and that I've been playing around with um, is called Blink. Um, it makes really really nice quality captions and and that like pop up. You can change the styles. The um, the te- the voice to text is really good too. You barely have to make any edits to it, so I would check that out um, for apps as well. Uh, but Spencer's asking, what are the major differences between email marketing and a newsletter, 
And are there any differences? Are they the yeah, there's a lot. A newsletter is is 95% value, 5% promotional. It's the ideal target. Email marketing could be any. It could be all over the place. It's usually mostly promotional. Um, the uh, a newsletter is more of like a a magazine or a newspaper. I mean, right now there's an article that just came out, and I think it was in uh, was it Wired or, or Vogue? Or no, no, one Vogue, Wired or the New or Wall Street Journal. That actually um, basically said that you know, used in twenty years ago, women would get all their fashion advice from Vogue and, Mac- and McLean, whatever they're called, all the, those women's magazines that you buy on the newsstand. That here's the latest fashion trends and the latest styles and whatever. That's no longer the case. They get them now in newsletters. There's people that curate. There's individual individual people that just are, are good fashion or stylist that have created their own newsletter, and they're, they're sending these out. And newsletters have taken taken that over. Um, and for the vast majority and even stuff on uh, with AI, it used to be computer world and all these different computer magazines. Now there's newsletters that hones down very specific topics and they do it in the style of a magazine or in the style of a, a short form informational uh, thing. There's different types of newsletters. There's curating newsletters. There's information newsletters. There's like four or five different types of, of actually newsletters out there, depending on, you know, some are just a curation of a bunch of links. Some are original content. Some are a mix of the two. Some are, very industry focused summer entertainment. Um, it, there's there's different styles versus email is just email marketing. The tools like Clavio and Mailchimp and all those those are all great tools for email marketing, but they absolutely suck at newsletters. They're, they're horrible for newsletters. Uh, you can do a newsletter in one, people do, uh, but but they're not ideal for that. They're made for getting conversions and for helping you sell stuff or a single message. Newsletter programs like Beehive or ConvertKit, or there's several others, but I recommend Beehive, are built from the ground up to be a newsletter program. Everything in there is built around newsletter, newsletter analytics, newsletter creation, uh, unlike all these other uh, platforms. And there's huge, huge, huge differences. All right. Okay, let's take another question. Okay. Um, What is the best way to do variations? The best way to do variations? I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah, I mean, there's lot, lots of ways to do Amar. Lots, lots of ways. I mean, if I don't understand what you're trying to do. I mean, if you have a variations are a variations of a, a, a product. I mean, different colors, different sizes. Um, so I don't know, understand what you mean by what's the best way to do variations. Right, and if it's about AI. Okay. Yeah. And so then... uh, just clarify that uh, Amar, if you can, if you can do that, and. Regarding AI. Okay. okay. And we've got one more uh, question from Ben. This looks like it's the last one. Uh, what's a good AI to define a customer avatar and reviews based on variations? Well, I guess, Ben, you didn't, you weren't at Ecom Chicago to see Norm's presentation and you didn't read the, uh, the billion dollar sellers newsletter yesterday um, because there's an exact, uh, exact prompt to use to create a customer avatar. Um, right there um, to create your customer avatar. And as far as, um, but you want to incorporate the reviews based on variations, you could take that prompt that was in yesterday's newsletter that Norm originally shared uh, at Ecom Summit in Chicago and go in and use, um, if you're familiar with ChatGPT, go in and use the, uh, what's it called, the the internal thing that you always use, Norm, um, drawing a blank on the name, the... uh, where you can actually upload your content and have it analyze that. In, in, oh, in, yeah, in, Code Interpreter. That's the name. Yeah, thank you. 
I've just drawn a blank. Um, <clears throat> the code interpreter where you can use code interpreter, which is technically still in beta on chat GPT, but if you turn that on then you can actually ha- ask, ask that question that was in the newsletter, uh, use that prompt and then also incorporate, bring in your reviews for all your variations. It will analyze and, and you'll have to adjust the prompt a little bit, um, but it will analyze those rev- and you can tell it based on these reviews or this PDF of reviews Write me this av- these four avatars based on what these people like. You can do something along those lines. And um, I, I actually have not done that, but that's a brilliant idea, I think. And that's something I actually going to need to go. I'm just brainstorming this off the top of my head. That actually would, would be pretty awesome. Um, so download, download your reviews using like Helium 10 or whatever tool you want. Download all the reviews. Drop them all into a Word doc or to a PDF. Use Code Interpreter uh, to uh, set up Code Interpreter. It's free. I think you have to have a, a monthly paid twenty dollars, yeah, whatever it is, membership yeah. for ChatGPT. But <clears throat> turn that turn Code Interpreter on. It's not on by default, I don't think. Turn turn that on, and then upload that file, and then use that prompt, and then tell it write me these avatars based on the data in this file, or, or um, and using the data in this file to create my customers. And I think you could. You might have to play a little bit with the prompt on that to get it fine-tuned, but uh, I think that could actually be pretty powerful. It's a good idea. Yeah. All right. And, yes, uh, uh, Ben, Shyla, uh, it, it's uh, Mark uh, DeGrasse did uh, provide that over in Chicago. Okay. I think that's it. I think. What is this? Uh, what are... The AI. What are the AIs for Amazon listings? I, there's we're, there's we're a bunch of them, but question. the big one's Shulix, probably. That's H-U-L-E-X. Um, there, there's a bunch of them, but Shulix would be one of the better ones. Okay, so I am going to, uh, let's see, if there's any other questions, uh, we'll cut it off at that, or we'll just go right over to the, uh, the uh, sponsor, then over to the wheel. Uh, so I think I see one other one. Is the paid version of Chat GPT current? No, it's not. It's still to 20, 2021 for Chat GPT, but there's plugins and there's ways to, to bring it current now. Uh, and there, if you don't want to use Chat GPT, um, some of the Google and Microsoft uh, tools yeah. actually have more current information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that is it. Uh, let's go over to the, uh, oh, let's go over to a sponsor, then we'll head over to the Wheel of Kelsey. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Rebate. Attention sellers and brand owners want to reach more shoppers and boost sales? Rebate's platform connects sellers with shoppers seeking great deals on new products. They make it easy to offer promotions, handle rebates, and ensure seamless redemptions. With countless reviews from satisfied customers, Rebate is the go-to solution to increase your sales. Visit Rebate.com today and start reaching more shoppers. Now let's get back to the show. All right. One thing I forgot to ask about, and I know this is just something that we're starting to see, a little bit of rumbling about BDSS Hawaii. I don't know if you want to get into a little bit of that, then we'll go over to the wheel. But, yeah, that was you doing the rumbling because you you didn't buy your ticket and it, it sold out and you couldn't come. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kelsey's going to kill you. Yeah, you already, you already promised him a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> well, you said uh, the suites had two bedrooms, right? <laughs> no, it's one one twin bed. 
Oh, one's one uh, bed. You have to share with your son. Okay, okay. Take a pillow in between. Very good. Yeah, l- like Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about the event that's coming up. So BDSS. Well, you've got the virtual, and then you've got uh, BDSS Hawaii. But there's such a buzz around Hawaii, and everybody who went to the uh, Puerto Rico event is talking about it in the event. And there's a ton of people that have already bought their ticket. Yeah, we've had about 40 people already buy their ticket on the early bird uh, special. It's just, that's pretty good. You know, a lot of people wait till a month or two, three months before, which is, which is okay. You pay a little bit more, um, but people are like, I need to see what my schedule's like, or, you know, see if I can afford it or or whatever. But yeah, Hawaii should be, uh, should be the best one yet. I mean, every one of them, we try to up it. And I think each one we've progressively made, they're always all good. We've progressively made them better and better. And I think Hawaii, it's May uh, 18th to the 23rd of next year and on the island of Kauai, I think is going to be uh, amazing. Luckily, like Ben just uh, said there, we were able to lock in the hotel rates. The hotel we're at, if you go look at it right now, I think they're charging $700 a night. When Mark and I went out there in July to try to, uh, to, to scout everything, we tried to book about a month in advance, and the rate was uh, $1,600 a night. This is for a basic room, not a yeah. – and we were able to lock in a rate of uh, $399 for our group, which is like incredible. This is a stunning place and it's amazing. Uh, you know, it's not cheap. This is not the Motel 6, but you, it's, it's Hawaii and it's, it's beautiful. You've been to this hotel. Oh, yeah. Know, I've you, been to the, that's the Hyatt, right? Yeah, the Hyatt. Yeah. Um, and it, so, yeah, we have a really good, most of all the speakers, except for whoever wins the uh, seller, the, uh, the February virtual event are already locked up and locked in. Um, like, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a really good one. We're doing a race around the islands and we did this in Austin. You didn't participate in it, Norm. You had a bad knee, so you, yeah. uh, you didn't uh, participate in it last year, but, uh, everybody that participated in the one in Austin still talking about it. Um, and it's like an amazing race meets a survivor or something. And we're doing that in Hawaii. So a lot of times, you know, you go to an event and all you see is the, the event hotel, or maybe you go to a restaurant one night with some people, but this way you're going to get to, you go to all the way to Hawaii you want to see the freaking island. So this is going to be a great way for everybody to see the entire island. We have Avis rental cars, like 25 of them um, rented. So there'll be a driver uh, and three other people in the car. You'll get a set of clues and you got to go all over the island. But as as you're going, I mean, you've been to Kauai. It's beautiful. Everywhere you go, you don't want to be taking a nap. Uh, You're going to be looking out the window going every corner you turn around. You're like, holy cow, that's pretty. Oh, wow. Look at that. It's so diverse there from uh, deserts. Uh, Grand Canyon, like a miniature Grand Canyon to just lush tropics, um, waterfalls that are 10,000 feet high. Uh, it is just not, I mean, not 10,000, I'm exaggerating on that, but super high. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a Jurassic Park Island. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And then we're adding this year something to the end of it that's an option called Level Up. And so people that want to stay from the 23rd to the 26th, we're switching hotels. So we're going from the South Shore to the North Shore to Hanley Bay to a hotel called The One, which is a sustainability chain, yep. high-end sustainability chain. Uh, I think that's where the event was uh, in Toronto. In Toronto, actually. a beautiful yeah. hotel. Yeah. yeah, there's one. They just did a $300 million renovation on one uh, to make one in, in, uh, in Kauai, and we're going there. And that hotel is all about wellness. So they have uh, a lot of wellness. So the gym is incredible there. They have the cryo chamber in the gym. They were, um, we're incorporating a lot of wellness stuff. So like, uh, hot yoga and, uh, sound therapy and cryotherapy and a bunch of massage and a whole bunch of other cool stuff along with 
six presentations and the presentation, only one of them is about Amazon. The other five are either higher level marketing uh, for, you know, it's called level up a higher level marketing, or they have to do with mind and body uh, like next level stuff for entrepreneurs, specifically for entrepreneurs about taking care of yourself and doing things uh, right. So that's, I don't expect everybody to do that. Um, probably 30% of the people will stay, but the people that stay, then we're taking them on a tour of Waimea Canyon, which is the Grand Canyon there. Then we're doing a Nepali coast uh, sunset dinner cruise, which is freaking amazing. Uh, along this Nepali coast is where all these mountains come right up to the edge of the ocean. And it's just stunningly beautiful. Um, actually, uh, one of, we were there back in 2018 and uh, one of our assistants, she was a photographer by, by trade. She took a picture on the Nepali coast cruise submitted to a, an art contest, a photography contest in one first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how pretty this, this is, but it's a, uh, yeah, it's great content, great people, uh, great scenery. It's going to be, uh, it's gonna be amazing times. All right. And to, uh, to sign up for that, you would just go to billion dollar seller summit, correct? Right. Yeah. You just add the word summit to what you saw on the screen there. Yeah. Billion right. dollar seller summit.com is the okay. And just, uh, I don't make anything off of this. I go to these events. I've only missed one event. And uh, I consistently say that this event is awesome. It, uh, the networking, the type of people that you're going to meet. But Kevin makes this into, uh, it's not just a place to go and listen to speakers. It really is experiential and that's what we're doing with collective mind society too but what you've what you're doing with this you're you're always leveling it up you're always one one higher than what i see out there so uh, i'm not even describing this right but anybody who's ever been to a bdss event uh it's a bit more expensive than some of these other events out there but you get what you pay for okay so let's go over to the wheel of kelsey all right so we do have to explain this oh kels can you add stan uh we do have to explain this one more time it's a little bit different so if you win to get the $100 Amazon gift certificate, all you have to do is sign up for the uh, the newsletter, which you've got it here. It's the Billion Dollar Seller newsletter, right? So it's uh, billion dollar, it's billiondollarseller.com. And once you show us that you've got the registration afterwards, uh, we'll get that information over to you and get you the $100 gift certificate. You see Stan, Stan's in there twice. Is that correct? Uh, stands in there twice. One white and one orange. Yeah, some of the names are doubled. There's different stands. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, he's only got. Yeah, to take, get to take two people um, for an extra. Entry. Oh, and Neil's not in there either. Yeah, I just added Neil. Drip okay. gets in there twice. That's that's. that's oh great. yeah, because they get uh, if they if it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey tag two people, you get a second entry. Oh okay, all right, cool. Yeah. Okay, so let's do this. All right, here we go. So please email me, kate at lunchwithnorm.com, and uh, make sure you screenshot if you are the winner. We've got Chuck. All right. 
And you met Chuck in Chicago, by the way. Congratulations, Chuck. Okay, so Chuck, sign up for the newsletter and just send us a screenshot and we'll get that $100 gift certificate over to you. All right, that's it. You're off the hook. I'm off the hook? Yeah. I can go play now? You can go play now. I can go out and play? (laughs) Yeah, I'll let (laughs) you. Okay, well, Mr. King, thanks for coming on. You are now the most, yeah, you have more, actually you have two more uh, visits onto this podcast than anybody else. Oh, really? All yeah, right. there you go. All right. I, I'm, 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 it's, always, it's always a blast to sit here and talk with you, Norm, and, and Kelsey. It's always a, always a lot of fun. Time just, uh, time just flies. It, it does. Tempest fugit, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and I hope- also congrats uh, for being named uh, one of the top uh, podcasts. You know, there's a LinkedIn post that came out yesterday. This, this uh, fellow that used to work at, uh, at Amazon says he learns more off a podcast than he ever did working at Amazon about selling on Amazon and how it works. And so he listed his top 10. Uh, he's like, these are the 10 podcasts because there's about 65 of them out there yeah. in the Amazon space. And he listed uh, the top 10 that he recommends. And uh, Lunch with Norm was right there. Uh, so uh, congratulations to you. and Oh, Kelsey. thank you. And you were mentioned as well. Uh, I was, yes. For the AM PM podcast. So, and uh, again, uh, the podcast that just came out yesterday uh, is highly recommended that you listen to. So, uh, and that's with Athena Savari on it, talking about networking. Okay. So thank you, sir. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with the lunch with the lunch with the lunch with the